Stay tuned for The Lynn Show. Today, I'm airing an interview with Paul Helm. Paul is one of the two whirlwind performers in the musical murder mystery, Murder for Two, currently running at Florida Studio Theater. And by the way, it's only running one more week, so if you haven't seen it, you should get a ticket immediately. Paul's story is delightful. Listen to him tell the story of discovering what he was going to do with his life at four years old. It's a charming story. Hang on, here come the show. Hearing from an inner voice Finding choice where there's no choice With gentle prodding from the voice Oh You really can Deeper Deeper down You dive Where the child's gone To survive Find person you really are. Not the person you think you should be. Not the person other people are. Not the person someone told you you had to be, or even, as often happens, the person someone told you you were. Not even the person you may currently think you are, but the person you really are. Unfortunately, too many people have experiences in their childhood which convince them that something which is essential to them, a behavior, an attitude, an interest, a curiosity, is not okay. 
And once a child is convinced that something about themselves is not okay and is likely to bring an unpleasant consequence, teasing, embarrassment, criticism, sometimes even punishment, their brain learns to try and cover up that behavior. And often it gets so good at covering it up that these people come into adulthood believing that they are other than they really are, in denial for some important things about themselves. In my show, I interview people who make their living or their life with an art, because when you listen to them, you can hear what it sounds like to be who you really are. And the interview I'm playing today with Paul Helm is a perfect example. Luckily for Paul, he discovered what he really needed to do with his life, what he couldn't live without when he was four years old. It's a lovely story, and here now is Paul to tell it. Okay, so I'm here with Paul Helm, and I'm interviewing Paul because he is part of the duo making everyone stand up in Murder for Two. That's good. Hopefully it's standing up for a good reason. Oh, yes, to, I guess. To use it. the bathroom or something yes, like no, that. No, no, no. Everyone, everybody rises as one at the end of the show. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a workout for sure, but we've had such great response, and it's, it's a lot of fun. We've yeah, it's clear time. that it's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and it is clear that it's a workout. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk to you about the show, but before I do, I interview people who make their living or their life with an art. Well, you found the right person. (laughs) Yes, yes, I was pretty sure that was true. And I'm guessing that the arts to which you give your life are music, you're a musician, Mm -hmm. acting, theater. Yeah, everything. You're really in this business, and I even... When I work with young people and you know getting them ready to to do this for for a career as well, my biggest advice is always wear many hats. You know you can't just do the one thing if you're just an actor. That's all you have to survive. And you you see nowadays that theater is so there's so many options in there. There uh, you know, the actor also has to like in this you know, right. in this production like, the actor has to play piano. He's got to act. Got to move around. I mean has to sing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he had to do everything yeah. in this one. So, right. Really gotta you gotta do multiple things to kind of survive. And well, and clearly you do. Yeah, yeah, it keeps me out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. I actually only ask one question. Can you remember the very first time you were drawn to any of these arts? Music, sure, dancing. Oh, yes. Okay, good. good tell me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah tell so me. when I was four years old, yes, I had a, a woman, an elderly woman that lived across the street from us. She wasn't related to us, but she was like a grandmother to me, and she would watch me when my parents were at work. Well, we're watching, here's my good upbringing, um, we were watching the in- Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, good old family <laughs> classic, um, and Cape Capshaw at the beginning sings Anything Goes. You know, I can remember the moment being in that living room and sell- telling her that, you know, I really liked that. And she played piano by ear. We didn't have a piano, we had an organ. But she said, come over, let's try some stuff out on, on the organ. So she played dun 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 dun. And I just kind of followed her from there and it, it picked up really fast. And as soon as my parents got home, she says, you need to get him into lessons and piano lessons and start then. So that's how everything started for me. But a, a really the ultimate moment for me finding, you know, a love for this, this art form, this, this business really wasn't that just that tiny moment I was four playing the piano after watching Indiana Jones. <laughs> okay. So did they get you piano lessons? Absolutely. I started, yeah, right when I was four, I, I was in piano lessons for, oh, up until about my junior year of high school. And it's not that I lost interest, but I just got so busy. Well, so. well, okay, so so 
this is clearly it begins with the music. Correct. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you also sing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you also act. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sometimes. All right. <laughs> right. Well. Yeah. Right. Oh. So are you saying that? The, still primarily for you, the art is about music? I think the strongest suit for me is music, for sure. I love acting, I love performing, no doubt about it, but you know, if I'm playing piano for a function or a music directing a show, that's always kind of my go-to. I mean, I couldn't live without the piano. So honestly, as much as I love all aspects of the theater, I could never let go of that. That would be my one thing that I'd have to hold on to. I could, you know, acting is fun, don't get me wrong, I have a, a great time, but I, I, if I had to pick one or the other, it would definitely be the music side. Good, okay, mm -hmm. well, so, so how does it progress? You stop taking piano lessons, do you get into a drama class? Do you get no, into the that's exactly choir it. Or um, yeah, uh, so I was in high school and I was in band. So um, sometimes the band director would have me play piano for certain things. But I was I was a percussionist. I play mallet, percussion, timpani, and drums. And all did you study? Um, I well, you I, just it was just you know a, a, an extracurricular class in, in high school. Um, but I mean, I had a, you know it was it was every day we had band. Um, and then eventually the choir teacher, wonderful woman, I really do owe a lot to her. If I ever if I ever get a Tony Award or something out there, she's in my speech because she really is the one who got me going. I mean, uh, God bless um, Mildred Meyer. That was the woman who took care, took care of me when I was little. But uh, this this her name was Joanne Tryon Clary, and she was my choir teacher in high school. Really took me under under her wing. She saw something. Me that a lot of other people didn't, and she she I w we did anything goes go figure was in my <laughs> freshman year of high school, and she kind of recruited me to play um, in the pit orchestra and accompany the rehearsals, and that's when I fell in love with theater. Um, and she was great; she got me involved in opera. She was in a professional opera company, and she got me to audition. So stuff happened there. So she really did quite a bit bit for me, but I owe, I owe a lot to the teachers. But yeah, I mean, I had choir, I had band, I did it all in high school, but. When piano lessons just, I couldn't fit in my schedule because I had so many rehearsals with band and choir and theater and all that stuff. But you were playing. You, you you stopped studying, but you still played. Correct. Yeah, I stopped taking lessons, but I still, oh yeah, totally. I mean, even maybe more so, kept playing um, once those, because I was, you know, in, in the jazz band, in the symphonic band, and I played <laughs> for choir, and then we did musicals, and I was in them, and I was in the pit orchestra. So it's all over the place, but yeah, it, a lot of people who, they'll stop taking lessons and then end, and they and that's oh, it. oh, I <laughs> wish I really started up again. The thing with me is that I, I, it kept going. Even the lessons really weren't there, it was the piano plan that kept kept going on, no question about it. Well, I could be wrong about this. What I imagine is that with what you were playing, you continued to learn. No, absolutely. <laughs> right? it, it's not like you just had different kinds of lessons. It's true. Oh, no, it's very true. I mean, so, yeah, certainly in school, and I took, I, I did band a little bit in, in college, you know, I did some, but I... Oh, I kept, oh hold on, hold on. Oh. <laughs> okay, good. All right, so did, did you take any acting? Or do you, do, I mean, you know... You what? I mean, I did acting in high school. and took did? classes in high school and in college, but I, I don't know if I ever, you know, I, I, I certainly on my bucket list would even be more training and acting for sure. Um, I'd love to, you know, I moved to New York last summer, and I'd love to take more classes. But um, no, I mean, I think music was my main training, and then I picked up on things, you know, doing high school, you know, plays and musicals and stuff like that. I picked up things along the way, community theater, stuff like that. But oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Okay, right. So, um, are you saying that in high school you were in community theater? Um, yes, it was my junior year. I did my first what community theater show. Um, it was, I, you know, what Your the, junior year. Junior year, when yeah. You stopped so I first, right? my very first musical, Bye Bye Birdie, was in high school. I got the lead. It was very exciting. You it auditioned was, for community theater. Um, I did after I had done that. I got the bug, you know, and yeah. I felt like, oh, I want to do more theater. And so then I, there was a community theater, a production of The Wizard of Oz. Uh -huh. That is where it was a 
it's a grand production. I'm still very proud of it to this day. But yeah, and they needed a huge, you know, ensemble for that show. And so I thought, why not? I auditioned for that. So I was now starting to do my junior high school starting to do theater outside of school as well so that's kind of how that bug and I wanted to do more I wanted more and more and more theater I did a lot in high school there's no question but that wasn't enough I needed to do more so um, and I have such supportive parents so they were always rooting for me so okay yeah, so part. are you saying that by the junior year in high school you knew what you wanted I to was, do for sure for sure yeah and I, I knew that you know that's what I wanted to study I mean to be honest you know when I talked to my parents about you know going to college and saying this is what I wanted to study they they both kind of gave me that face of like, oh, um, well, do we want you to have a job, you know, out of college. And I, I understood. I totally understood. I was like, yeah, you know, theater, it's a tough business. You, know, you can't solely rely on it. Knock on, knock on wood. Um, but uh, I, I did. I studied um, advertising and public relations. Okay, so that's so. So you, you said. Okay, good. Something to back, fall mm-hmm, back on. Mm-hmm, correct. Right. So you majored in advertising? Um, advertising, public relations. I kept doing theater on the side. That never stopped. In, I, the, in college? I'm in college and community theater. That oh, so you so, kept auditioning oh, for... Oh, okay. I kept doing it, yeah. And in fact, I kind of missed a lot of my college fun because I was always rehearsing Working. for something or performing. <laughs> yeah, so I never really had a college life. I, I wish I could go back in time just to explore some of that. But um, yeah, like I said, I majored in the, the PR world, but at the same time, I kept music and theater totally going. You know? Right. And, and we're saying to yourself, if I have to, I can do this other thing. Correct. It was having that diploma, that certificate to say, I've got this. If I one day say, you know what, this is enough of this. I need to just have something that's a little more stable. Then I have that PR degree to pull back on, which I love. I love marketing. I love that kind of that world of, you know, advertising. But um, parents just felt better. And I felt good, too, just to have that. Just it's there. I did it. You know, so I would have been I think I would have been really bummed if I didn't explore college. Okay, so you get out of college. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? I had a I had an office job right away. Um, it was a public uh, public affairs job at a medical college, and I did that. Um, I hope no one's listening. Um, <laughs> it was a job. I didn't really love it, to be honest with you. I was in a cubicle all day. I liked a lot of the work that I did because it was a, it was special events, is what I did. So I got to uh, coordinate events with the doctors and the, the medical students, and I really loved that. It really you, you do need like a theater person to yeah, do that yeah, job. Yeah. They put on a show. You know, it's a whole big process. Anyway, but it was just paying the bills. I wasn't happy. Um, and it was one summer a good friend of mine said hey there's these summer stock auditions in Wisconsin where I'm originally from you should go audition for them and right away I said well I have a day job I don't know how I could get away you know, for the summer and do no well, okay but you know what what's the harm in auditioning right so I got go and audition and sure enough I got um, <laughs> it was a town called Platteville Wisconsin um, and they cast me in their summer shows three shows one of which the character had to play piano so that was a big selling point for me so you get to that moment you got this offer and you're like well heck, I, you know it's the whole summer I can't keep working and do that at the same time I can't like go back and forth so you know I sat down with my parents and said mom and dad this is what <laughs> happened um, but I, I'm a very I pride myself at a, a very organized person I have lists galore uh, Excel spreadsheets uh, everywhere anyway I had put together a budget I put together how I'm gonna buy health insurance stuff like that I said here's what I'm gonna do I, I, I just feel like I need to give it a shot they were so on board and they say we understand you have such a great plan they just want to make sure I'm taken care of so but yeah and that was 2004 so I've been wow. doing it ever since so yeah so I I mean I, I don't take life for granted and I, I work really hard and I network when I can but um, 
I, I've been very lucky. I've been very lucky to keep working and build those uh, relationships and travel so much. So, um, yeah, so I, I kind of left my job and, you know, it, everything was fine, but gave them <laughs> the two week notice. Actually, I had several months before I had to leave and I didn't want to lose the job until I left. So I had to keep it on the deal for like three, four months. Then the day came, gave me a letter and, and so be it. But then, yeah, then it was the life of a starving artist, you know, from 2000, May, yeah, May 2004. And then here we are. <laughs> I see. And so you just moved to New York? I just moved here last last summer. And in fact, it, it was always like I'd visit. I had friends there. Um, I love New York. I love it so much. I can't even tell you. I don't think we have enough time to tell you how much I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, I never thought I would live there, though. I just thought, oh, I'll visit and have friends, and that's good, and see some shows. Um, but uh, an agent... Um, his name is Craig Holzberg. He's with Avalon Artists, who is my agent now. Um, and to, how did that happen? That's a fabulous segue. <laughs> Doing this show, Murder for Two, in the Utah Shakespeare Festival. He was in the audience. He saw me. He approached me and said, hey, I'd, I, you know, I'd love to represent you. If you're interested, would you, would you consider moving to New York? Or he even said Chicago or Los Angeles. And at the moment, I, I mean, I remember saying, oh, do that no I, I no I'm I'm set for in in Wisconsin and I don't know what I was thinking <laughs> and um yeah and then things were just clicking and left and right and he said well you know let, let's talk and whatever and so I remember flying out there uh the following February to talk with him more and it was he's very serious he's a wonderful man he does such such great work um and then we kind of said yeah I you know I really want to do this I had like kind of another audition for him in a way um, to show he uh, so he could show other associates what I could do and then he was like it's a done deal so I signed the papers that was last oh actually it was a year ago you know uh, July of last year I signed so now I'm living in New York now I have an agent so it, it and I a lot of people will say well couldn't you have had the agent if you lived in, in Wisconsin oh gosh no so much of what I do now if it's out of town or in New York is because of him and uh, the auditioning there's so much auditioning in New York oh I, I've had over 60 auditions oh my been God. there yeah and it's just it's not to like brag or anything it's more about I'm here I see you know a notice on actors equity and say okay well I, I think I fit that let me go audition it's being seen I don't ever go in thinking oh I hope I get this part I mean I think we all want to get the part but it's about keeping uh, regular with with your auditioning it, it's so second nature now because I do it so often and I just want to be seen by people you never know if that casting director says you know what He's not quite fit for this show, but I I know something that he is, and I let me refer him to it. You just you're making those connections. It's so important. So, I I love New York so much. I, I as much as I love Wisconsin. Anyway, that's the state. I love. It's always going to be home with my, my friends, my family. New York is where I belong, and it's just the the energy, the vibe you get there. I, I love it. So um, I'm really really thankful for Craig. You know, having recruited me and well, and it's what you said. He saw you. Yeah, he saw I me. I mean, and it's the same thing. Yeah. And with somebody you audition for now, sure. you remember in absolutely. you know next yeah, year, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right, right, he's, right. He's fabulous, and um, and in fact, he just he just booked me another. Uh, Another show. I mean, literally, I just got here. I'll be coming back to Florida, actually, in, at the end of August to do another show. Um, it's a, a group called Free Fall Theater Oh, Company, lovely. And they're doing the Fantastics, which the character, one of the fathers in the show, um, they want the fathers to play piano. And so I had audition for them, and they saw that, and they said, yep, great, we want you. So I'll, have leave, I'll leave here. I'll go to Missouri to do a production of Souvenir, the, the uh, play about Florence Foster Jenkins. Yes. It's a two-person two yeah. show. Again, yes. once again, playing the piano. I'm really excited because it's more of an acting piece with music as opposed to a musical. And then I'll literally just turn right back around and come back to um, St. Petersburg to do the fantastic. So <laughs> it is. And it all kind of happened this week and so fast. So And that's the life of this business. It just you just have to take a breath and go, whoa! I mean, everything is kind of you know one thing after the other. But I, I 
I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm very grateful for, for what, um, what, we're, what, what you can do in this biz and how there's so many little outlets. Again, the piano playing comes into play so often because if I'm not, let's say I'm not performing, I can always play for auditions or a company. Musical director. Yeah, music director. And I, I do that quite a bit. So I, I, I can't, again, I go back to my choir teacher, my babysitter. From the, I mean, if it weren't for them, I wouldn't be doing any of this right now. So, and my parents. And my parents are a huge part. They're so supportive. I know a lot of parents get scared when their kids are in the arts and they know it's not a stable career. And I totally hear that. But you need that support. And they were there oh, 300%. They were so behind me. And um, we have such a great relationship. We're, we're in touch all the time. But um, I couldn't have done a lot of it without their support, no question. I think that's right. And, mm-hmm. um, and you make a point, which I like to make whenever anyone says it, you make the two points that I like to hammer. And that is the importance of teachers and the importance of parents. Oh my gosh, absolutely! You know? I, you're preaching to the choir right there. I, I literally, yeah, I'm so thankful. I mean, and I, I, and I shouldn't. I mean, I had drama teachers too. And what's great about them is they've been in touch with me ever since. They come to see shows. I, 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 I don't think they'll come out to, to Sarasota, but you never know. Um, but they have traveled places to see my performances, and we still are in touch. I have dinner at their house. They're <laughs> lovely. So again, I owe so much to them and my choir teacher. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing, and I I I love that you said that because I'm all about education. And you you know you stopped for a minute and go, wow, I wouldn't be doing half this stuff if it weren't for what I learned in school. So well, it isn't only what you learned in school; it's mm-hmm. what you said mm-hmm. about the teacher who saw something in you that sure. nobody else yeah, did. Absolutely. I have heard that. Absolutely, I don't know yeah. how many times I've heard that, yeah. and I have also heard the other, which is nobody saw anything in me, nobody encouraged me, nobody told me anything, mm-hmm. and I had to do so this sad. all myself. Yeah, and it's much much harder, absolutely. even if you can pull it off. Totally. So. Well, congratulations to you Thank for you. um for for not just not you know for the for the fortune that mm-hmm. you had right yeah but also you knew you knew from four that's what's supposed to be right yeah. yeah talk about the show show murder for two wow it's such a treat to hear that audience just they're giggling oh all yeah the time. we love it's you it's so funny and <laughs> silly you know it's a workout when i did in utah that was the first time so um the other gentleman who who's just as wonderful as, as kyle um he already did the show as well and i hadn't so i felt bad almost felt like i was keeping him waiting for for things to kind of perk up but you know you when you're first learning that show wow i mean you're memorizing all those lines the way marcus is talking I mean, that's all that detective talk. I don't talk like that about <laughs> motives and uh, uh, suspects and all that. Oh my gosh, it was just a different vocabulary. So that plus the piano, I don't have the luxury of having the music in front of me, so I have to memorize it all. Too. It it was a lot, and it's so quick moving you can't oh, yeah. slow it down so the first time learning it was quite a process but once it clicked we, we had a ball out in utah so being able to do it a second time here it was nice already having like the the grunt work kind of done already and i we can then explore from from there so and playing off of kyle is so much fun um and he brings so much uh different aspects to the production than the other gentleman did so it's an it's an it's neat to see oh, it in a really? new light and even the director too here you know it's two different directors one was in the one in utah saw it in a different way uh bruce here uh for the florida production saw it in another way it was really kind of I mean exciting to see a whole new I was like oh I never thought of it that way oh you know what I said that line this way all the time I never understood until now ah so it was great so you really discover a lot and to do the show who knows elsewhere I'm sure that same thing's gonna happen I have my my certain kind of ways for certain things but then someone else is gonna make something going oh I never thought of it that way so I I love having another it's <laughs> gonna sound so corny having another stab at it or you can say another <laughs> shot at it um but uh it's it's been great and Kyle's so so 
talented and so, so, he's got so much energy. And literally, sometimes I just watch him on stage and I forget time in the show because I'm so <laughs> captivated by him. He is just, oh, he's a whirlwind. Um, so much fun, but we're, we're having a ball. And it, it's just, it's a lot of work, but it, it pays off because in the end, you know, when we take that bow, it's like, look what we just did for an hour and a half. Yeah. And we do that eight times a week. It's so, hard to yeah, believe. Yeah. It is hard to believe. And when you sat down to do the, the encore, I uh-huh. thought, are they kidding? <laughs> right, right. Are they yeah. kidding? And some people are like, wait, there, there, there's more? And yeah, it's a whole, it that's a whole new show right there. It isn't that. I'm thinking, really? Where are you finding the <laughs> Right. We are. It's like our, our last whim right there, our last string. But uh, it's, it, uh, you know, again, we go out with a, <laughs> with a with bang. bang. How many <laughs> more puns, right? How many more can I think of? So, yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a treat. And we had such a good time here and great design staff and great director, music director, and, and again, Kyle's just, just a blast to work with. So it's, it's been a lot of fun, and I look forward to for the next couple of weeks to hopefully these sellout audiences keep going. So well, if, if, if word of mouth gets out there, you will definitely sell out. Okay, so I only have one other question. Having given a life to essentially performing, mm-hmm. right, um, to to your music and to everything that comes with it, right? Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you would say about what that's like? I'm happy performing, that's for sure. I find joy in performing for others and entertaining others. That's that's a big part of it. I love um, anytime I can work with, with, with young people. The education of theater to, for, for um, young artists is, is fabulous as well. It's not easy sometimes. I have that moment of like, you know, forget this. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to get an office job and have a check every week and just be set and stable. And then something else comes up. And I, I just feel like that's the universe's way of saying, no, 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 this is this where is you it. belong. Yeah. No, 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 you don't go anywhere. There's always ups and downs. There's no question about it. And you just got to keep your chin up and keep being positive, being optimistic. Because the minute I said, oh, I'm not getting any work, forget it. I might as well just get some, you know, a retail job or some work at Starbucks. That's the minute my agent calls or an audition comes through. So you just have to just think think um, ahead of the game, be positive, and uh, keep setting those, that great energy uh, to what you do. Because then it comes back in return. And is it forever? I don't know. But I, I love what I'm, I'm, I'm doing right now. And I, I wouldn't have it any other way. And that's a great place to stop. You, you were a pleasure. Oh, you yeah, it was so great talking with you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Absolutely. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I couldn't live without the piano. Is what I'm doing forever? I don't know. But I love what I do. And I wouldn't have it any other way. When you hear someone say this, you know you are listening to someone who is exactly who he really is. And it is my hope that when you listen to Paul and people like Paul, you are asking yourself, is this how I feel about my life? Is what I'm doing with my life something I wouldn't want to do without? Can I say about the way I'm spending my life that I couldn't live without it? Well, I hope that it is. But if it isn't, I hope that you are asking yourself why that is so and wondering what you can do to change it. As always, I hope you got something from this show that you can use, something that will bring you back, because as always, I will be back, and as always, I sure hope you will be too. See, I'm getting older. My hair is turning gray. Always oh, in my face. And figure I've both seen better days Well, I won't be retiring I won't slip out of sight No, I will not go gentle 
I may have gotten 